This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Good evening. Yes, welcome along to a multi-layered, news-flavoured cake with whipped, witty cream. Bringing you last week's news with more than just a hint of BS, it's the Vinnie White Show. Good evening. Uh, you can get in touch with the show, 416-872-1010. Uh, you can text the show on 71010. We're live. It's direct from the cool, groovy, hipstery part of town, Queen Westish. And um, Patrick's on the knobs and buttons. I should probably say hello. Hello, mate. Hey. Word to your mother. Um, I might be a little bit tired today during the show because I didn't sleep that well last night. I live very much downtown, which has its benefits when going out. But when you want to stay in and actually have a quiet night, not so much. I went to bed at a reasonably forgivable one. A cheeky little half bottle of wine. Nice bit of TV. Nice chilled night for a Saturday. It was 4.25 this morning when I was woken up by two women screaming at each other outside my bedroom. And not in a good way. <laughs> they, they weren't screaming to get in, unfortunately. Although they were in my mind. Um, and so at first it was quite a sort of novelty because all I could hear was this... That's what it sounded like to me. I'm sure it was more along the lines of, I saw him first, you don't respect me, etc, etc. It doesn't really matter. I'll tell you what, it doesn't matter at all when all you want to do is sleep. And they kept going for 20 minutes. At the, the most insane volume. Just to remind you, 4.25 in the street this morning, it was about minus five, right? Then I started hearing male voices of, Compton! Hang on, that was really London. Why did I do that? Calm down! Calm down. I don't know, why, why did I go gangster? That's weird. <laughs> Calm down. Just relax. Which, by the way, if you're ever in an argument or see people in an argument, worst thing you can do is say out, calm down. Doesn't work. Police never learn that, do they? Calm down. All right, then. Sorry about that. Never happens. So this guy was shouting, calm down. Women were screaming at each other. Then another, or uh, what I thought was another male voice, got involved. Turned out it was another woman with a rather deep voice. And I know all this because it was probably getting on for five o'clock in the morning when I decided to go out. And I sleep in boxer shorts. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I know. I know. I know. Yeah. I, I, I can tell you turned on. Um, been a little bit of bile. And, uh, yeah, I sleep in boxer shorts. Sorry for the visual. And uh, I had to get up, obviously, to get out of the house. And I just put on a jacket like a big, heavy winter jacket. But I didn't put on any um, trousers, pants, or, uh, or of course, the old uh, shoes and socks. So I just went out there, and the weirdest thing happened. The man had taken his shirt off. Again, let's not forget, this is coming on for five in the morning. It was minus five. And the weird thing is, I don't know where it was. He didn't have it in his hand. And I don't know at what point he thought, oh, there's nothing for it. I'm going to have to take my shirt off. Now, like most people that take their shirt off, he had a really good body, which I couldn't help but notice. Damn you! I can't compete with that. He had a really good set of abs. I don't know if his, if his modus operandi was, oh, well, these women stop. Hey, girls, check out these pecs. But it didn't work because they were still shouting at each other. So he's, he's standing in the street with his shirt off with nipples that could cut glass, obviously, and they're shouting at each other, saying, No, you F off! No, you F off! No, you F off! But with the full version of the F, 
So I thought I'd get involved. So as a sort of diplomatic and reasonable, charming person, I went over and said, oh, why don't you all F off? I'm trying to sleep here. And it was at that point I realised that I didn't have any clothing on, on the bottom half. He didn't have any clothing on the top half. So we effectively had enough clothing for one person. And it was at that point he started eyeing up my coat. And I thought, oh, this could go terribly wrong. So um, so he started walking over to me and I thought, I'm not hanging around for this. It, I, I haven't read books on street violence, but I think coming on for five in the morning when a man with no shirt on is coming at you, just go in, just get a cup of tea, just go through it, call the police, etc. So I said, um, the police are coming, they're on their way, which they weren't because I can't be bothered to call 911. Um, but I figured they probably will be soon anyway. Uh, so why don't you just F off home? And one of the girls said, oh, yeah, why don't you go F yourself? So I said, I'll have to now because I'll never get back to sleep. She didn't get that. Always time for humour. Always. Even in a violent confrontation. So um, anyway, I went to bed and I think I nodded off again about half past five. So to the three women, one with a very male voice and to the man without a shirt on that were having an argument in the King West area. Um, I, I don't know if you remember me saying uh, F off, but I'd, I'd like to elaborate it again now and uh, and just add that you are subhuman scum. Thanks. It's all very well when you've got the safety of a radio studio. <laughs> Hide behind this mic, that's for sure. So what were you uh, annoyed at being woken up by? And did you hear those idiots last night? Um, 7, 10, 10 if you did. And if you can... Uh, Give me their names, it'd be great. I'd love to do a bit of public shaming. Do try and get it right. We can't just shame anyone. All right. Uh, then today, I I had to be up, not an unearthly hour, but I had to meet a friend of mine for uh, lunch in the Real Sports Bar. Now, as you may have noticed, I'm not from around here. And I have actually lived here for nearly 10 years. I don't know where on earth that time went, because it feels like about 26 minutes, but... Apparently, I've been messing around trying to find the airport for the last 10 years, and um, I'm still here. So you would, in a way, think that I'm sort of over any possible culture shock. No. No. Have you been to the real sports bar? Have you been, Patrick? Yeah, I have. It's monolithic, isn't it, in its size? Yeah, I actually took a friend from Belgium to watch hockey there. He also was stunned. Yeah. If you haven't been... Well, I suppose I should give you a bit of a backspiel, really. See, Britain has pubs and Canada has bars. It also has pubs, but frankly, they're restaurants. Um, so generally speaking, or generally drinking, here in North America, there's more of a bar scene than a pub culture. Particularly popular is the sports bar, where thousands of giant TV screens simultaneously broadcast billions of seemingly never-ending games. Such places are quite rowdy, Loud and uh, full of frat bros loaded on light beer in the US and frat bros loaded on quite good beer in Canada. Um, British pubs, however, are quieter. This is because Brits occupy pubs in the same way that North Americans occupy coffee shops. We will happily grab a pint during the day without fear of judgment and we'll go in there to work, read, take meetings or see, simply just enjoy a, a quick drink or 72 uh, now, most British pubs, of course, take their charm from the old buildings in which they're housed. No two are ever the same. They share a quaint and quintessential characteristic, like, you know, usually low ceilings held aloft by wooden beams, stone floors, yeah. log fireplaces, dogs on the floor, 
curled up, mahogany shelves full of books and stuff, a crackling fire, and a regular named Dave. Now, these public houses in Britain, of course, have scarcely changed in centuries, and the walls could teach you a thousand lessons about love, life, and knowing your limits. The pub at the end of the road I grew up on was built in 1488. 1488. That is particularly old. So today, when I went to the real sports bar, I was... Uh, was I think was my reaction. I looked like a scared deer on a giant highway full of traffic. I counted from where I was standing 77 screens, one of them the size of many houses. Uh, the noise was so loud I couldn't talk. The game's so confusing, I'm not sure what sport they're actually broadcasting. Even if you do know the sport, by the way, it's hard to see it through the non-stop machismo adverts for trucks. Trucks so big that if you did buy one, it might take you three years to find a parking spot for it in Toronto. Um, now, the sexy waitresses in there today must have made more money from their boobs and impeccable service, may I add, um, than I've ever made in the history of broadcasting. I think, in fact, if, that anyone's ever made in the history of broadcasting. Um, but it was an experience. I mean, it was something, but I wouldn't want to do it every day. Do you like that kind of thing? No, I don't like that. No. For the exact same reason as you said, as it's hard to watch the game because sometimes it'll be two different hockey games. Yeah. And you can't tell. You get confused every once in a while. I like a pub, a, like what you described, smaller and quiet. Yeah, and I'm not totally against a screen chipping away in the corner. One TV is fine. Yeah. Two TVs is fine. Yeah, we should have a limit. Any more than two. And it has to be called a television house that sells beer. Exactly. Because that's what it feels like to me. Guess how much um, six chicken wings were? 12 bucks. 15. Oh, 15. Highway robbery. You've got a tip on that. Ugh. 15. Beer's not cheap either. It's not. I was choking. Anyway. Um, the text in today, as prompted by the fact that I got woken up at 4.25 this morning, is what's the most annoying thing you've ever been woken up by? 7.10.10. What's the most annoying thing you've ever been woken up by? 7.10.10. And also, do you know who those idiots were in the King West area of uh, downtown Toronto last night? Because I'd like to publicly shame them. Responsible journalism here on News Talk 1010. Quite an interesting week in the newsy poos, of course. Uh, I'll be talking to Amanda Capito, our resident news junkie, a little bit later on. And uh, she'll be joining me to talk about the potential hot lanes. What's a hot lane? Sounds sexy and exciting. It's, it's not. It might not go down very well at all, is our prediction. But I'll be talking to her about them later. More on that, if you don't know what I mean. Hey, hold tight. Uh, but in the news this week, old Queenie Poos, she's still got it, isn't she? She's still got it. As in, as in the banter. I wouldn't say necessarily, yeah, anything else. But she's uh, she's still there, isn't she? Because old... Uh... Nice hair, though, was in... It was just by habit. It's so, it's so hard not to say Harper. I so nearly did. And then I had to do a little mental journey. <laughs> To get to Trudeau, but Trudeau was uh, in Europe this week. And uh, he flattered the Queen, as always. You were only nine years old when you carried out what was perhaps your first official duty on behalf of Canada, an appearance on a postage stamp. That was 1935. Thank you, 
Mr. Prime Minister of Canada, for making me feel so old. <laughs> Out of the park. Out of the park. The thing is, you've got a licence there, because that is quite a good line, but the reaction was better. Do you know why? Because it was the bloody Queen! So what I'm vowing for is the Queen to do a stand-up set. The content, honestly, it really won't have to be that good. Just a couple of zingers. You can get Philip to write them. They'll be racist, but you can get him to write them. And um, I'd like to see The Queen live on DVD coming for Christmas. The best stand-up since Second City. The Queen live from the Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> Not Queen live from the Apollo. That's happened. The Queen. Actually, yeah. <laughs> um, but she, uh, she sometimes can sound somewhat different, particularly with the helpful aid of just a small remix. I give you The Queen... A bit barking mad. My lords and members of the House of Commons, my government's legislative programme will continue to focus on the certain asbestos-related cancer in cyberspace and sexual violence in working parents. My government will also take forward a world-class crime concerning the electoral arrangements my government will ensure the elderly have to sell their homes. New arrangements will be put in place to prioritise measures that reduce the consumer rights to a number of young people who have spent years in the Middle East and North Africa. My ministers will continue to receive payments where no liable employer or insurer can be traced. My government will continue with legislation update defence equipment to help working parents with childcare. A bill will be introduced to reduce the burden of Scotland in many of Britain's cities. My government is committed to supporting high-speed antisocial behaviour so that the United Kingdom can tackle aspiration and responsibility. It's gone downhill since I left. My government is committed to tax evasion. That bit's true. My government will also take forward plans for sexual violence in conflict. Mm. Other measures will be laid before you. So that's the Queen. My so lords and members of the House of Commons, I pray that the blessing of Almighty God may rest upon your devolved members. <laughs> Hasty bit of editing there. Queenie Poos, a uh, big shout out to the Queen. That's Pirate Radio meets the monarchy there. Big shout out to the Queen tonight. The match. Um, when we come back, and we should do a little breaky pops, but when we come back, we will talk about was there really a man that gold plated his manhood? Was there? Is there? Did it happen? Let's hope so. Coming up. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio. Oh, a little News bit, Talk 10 A little bit closer every day to finding out who are the culprits waking me up. I've had two other texts from people saying, yeah, they woke me up too. Looked out my window to see a shirtless man. His shirt was in the bush. I don't know why. Why? It's so weird. This is me being woken up last night in case you missed it earlier, uh, about coming up to five o'clock in the morning by three shouting women and a, and a shirtless man. Shirtless man minus five last night at that time. Odd. 
Downtown living, baby. Um, I also asked you what the most annoying thing is that uh, wakes you up. Uh, most annoying thing that wakes me up, says Jane, my snoring husband. Uh, when the cat jumps on my head, said someone else. My snoring wife. Imagine if they were the same couple. And um, try living next to a fire station. Yeah, fair point. It's going to do it every time. All right, what was I going to do now? I want to talk about a naked artist in a box. And I want to talk about space cats. <laughs> I love doing this show. You never know where it's going to go. But first, golden testicles. Look at that for a lineup. Should have done that. They'd never have left. Never have left. If you say that at the top of a show, coming up, golden testicles, space cats, and a naked artist in a box. I mean, that, even just the teaser's enough. Let's leave it at that. Just put some music on. We can all imagine it. All right. Canadian jackpot winner died after gold plating his manhood. Now, that's my kind of a headline. A lotto winner from Alberta died this week after he gold-plated his testicles. This story made the rounds on several legitimate news sites. So it must be true. Is it? Let's continue. So the story goes, a lottery winner whom uh, the World News Daily reported as a 27-year-old Justin Rita apparently celebrated his very large win, nearly $600,000 jackpot, by dipping his bits and bobs in some gold. Yeah. According to the story, he used an automotive-grade gold plater for the cosmetic touch-up down there. And he died 12 hours later. A doctor from the Alberta Community Centre of... Uh, so the, up there, let's try that again. A doctor... It's, I'm, I'm envisaging it. That's the problem. And I'm thinking that was probably quite hot. It's hard to concentrate with hot nuts. Um, a doctor from the Alberta Community Hospital was quoted as warning others not to try the growing trend. Dozens of legitimate news sites uh, picked up the bogus story. Oh, and it was widely circulated on social media. It's not true. Uh, the winner was said to have dipped his testicles in gold to celebrate his win. Uh, and he survived for, for 12 hours with an adequate set of golden man radishes. But unfortunately, the story's not true. So it's a shame, isn't it, when you read these stories and they're debunked as fake. But So if you are listening to this while hovering over a pool of melted gold ready to uh, dunk your junk so you can uh, legitimately be named Golden Balls, then do please carry on, because I want it to be true. I want it. Now, it's normally at this point I would do an advert for my company, MrPhotoCanvas.com, where I'd rope in the producer to get involved. But this week I don't need to, because I've got enough work. <laughs> Which is the cockiest thing anyone's ever said, I think. But we'll do it anyway, just in case it gets a bit dry. I've got quite a lot to print tomorrow, but... Um, hey, do you well? You need to do a, not a very good ad because I don't really necessarily want it to work. So can we purposely do quite a bad one? Okay. Hey, um, Patrick, do you want an adequate but not particularly fantastic gift? I might want it. I might not. Well, I, I feel very much on the fence about even telling you about this. But if you can be bothered, and frankly, I don't think you should, you could go over to MrPhotoCanvas.com. I might remember that, I might not. It's not really that important. I mean, there's a lot going on in the world. i got bigger things to do, frankly. You've got bigger fish to fry than print a stupid canvas print on canvas, although it is quite good quality. 
It's probably better. I'm not doing this any justice. Am I? Certainly sounds affordable. Yeah, it's t- it probably affordable for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, my company, MrPhotoCanvas.com, doesn't necessarily need any work at the moment because it's Christmas and we're doing quite well. But if you really are desperately into getting a canvas, we're really cheap and good quality. They're not turning anyone away necessarily. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I can afford to. <laughs> if you're rude, you're not welcome. <laughs> if you're a nice person when you come to pick it up. Particularly if, I'm not saying you have to, but if you wanted to bring me a bottle of wine as a thank you, as a sort of tip for doing it over the Christmas period, and we haven't inflated our our prices over Christmas, unlike every single other canvas printer. Unspeakable. So I'm just, actually, this is what we should do. Let me retake it. Can can we start again? Hey, you wanted a canvas printer, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, everything's still the same at MrPhotoCanvas.com. Still amazing prints at a reasonable, if not bargain, drop-down price with free pickup in Toronto and 50% off if you pick up. But can you bring me a bottle of wine when you do it? Oh, absolutely. For that tremendous deal, who's not bringing a bottle of wine? (laughs) I got a text. Your work for me last spring was excellent and very reasonably priced. I swear I'm not making that up. You can see that, right? Hold on, hold on. Top one. Yep, okay. Wow, yep. So, actual live customer feedback. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I know. That sounds like someone who, writing copy for one of our ads. I know. Yeah, I think I might copy and paste that onto a review for Yelp. Anyway, um, sorry about that. It was absolutely terrible doing this every But hopefully it provides a little smile on your face. Come if you want. Don't worry if you don't need to. Um, regardless of that, far more important, give to charity. We don't need it. Give to Amnesty International or on someone else's behalf because I like watching their face. Hey, Deborah, here's a card. It's got a $10 voucher in it. Oh, my God, you're so... It says it's being given to Amnesty International. Yes, Deborah, you're very rich. What's wrong, Deborah? What's wrong? You scrooge! That's how I treat people. It sort of gives to the world whilst annoying people you love. They're going to do it to you over Christmas. You know what Christmas is like. In fact, that leads me on to our next segment. Rather than adverts for this old company, why don't we promote our new Holiday Argument CD? The Holiday Argument CD. Christmas, as discussed, is a time for giving, sharing, and let's be honest, the occasional argument. Now, with the new Holiday Argument CD and MP3, you can hear the warm sounds of a log fire mixed with the inevitable sound of arguments. Now, with your new Holiday Argument CD and MP3, you can avoid arguments by listening to other people's arguments over the sound of a crackling fire. The crackling sound of a cosy fire and seasonally themed jazz music are repeatedly interrupted by bickering from a married couple. The husband and wife will really irritate you, but save you from being irritated by yours. Now, the new Holiday Argument CD. Here's a little sample. Silver ball ornaments, they go up toward the top. I want to put the angels on. I just can't wait. I'm putting these little naked angels on right around the top of the tree. The angels actually go lower because they're going to... Oh, how do you know where they go? Angels fly. Angels live in heaven. Okay, but every... Let me put it up here. The ornaments all have their own place. Stop taking it off. 
Well, I'm gonna take it off because you're just gonna. It's gonna look like a mess if you do it this way. Well, but it's Christmas, so it's like a Christmas. Okay, but there's got to be organization when you decorate a tree. Okay. okay do you want to decorate it by yourself or? Do no, you I don't want to decorate it by myself. I just wanted to have fun with my wife decorating a tree, but you seem to be doing it wrong. I'm trying to have fun too. Okay. And the way that I have fun is always wrong. You mean wrong four, when I go out with my friends? You mean four candy I, canes since we started? Those go on the tree. Yeah, you can't just be eating plenty, the candy canes. There's and we, plenty of candy canes. There's plenty of candy canes, mm-hmm. and there's plenty of fun to be had. Okay, great. Just I feel like we follow the plan. It's not going to be a problem. Okay, well then you follow the plan. I'm going. Don't out. take that. Tone I'm with going me. out. You know Don't what? take that tone hey, with me. When I come back, I hope there's a beautiful f-ing tree that great. one person did by themselves. Great. Guess who's going to put the star on the top? Me. The new holiday argument CD and MP3. Every argument you've ever had. Now that's a money spinner. Mark my words, Patrick. I'll, sh- I'll give you another argument later if you're a good boy. All right. How many breaks do we have to do in this radio show? Two. Two more. Do we need to do another one now? I want to yeah, talk. I want to talk to Amanda Capito, and I want to talk about space cats. You've got time for both. Now. Well, not now. I mean, over the course of this entire show. What kind of a producer are you? I mean, that's... I know that. I'm just wondering, do we have to go to a break? You don't have to, but you could if you wanted Could have had one by now. Space cats! I'm doing it. Don't stop me. I'm doing space cats. I'm going rogue. Maverick. Renegade. Um, I'll do this, then we'll go to a break. Because you've been a very lovely audience. You really are. Do you know, every Sunday from 9 till 10, you warm my cockles and... Make me feel ever so lovely by texting in all your jovialities on 71010. Um, turn your pet into an astronaut with space cat carriers. Yes, because there isn't enough junk being shipped from China to be sold in North America. Now you too can turn your pet into an astronaut with a space cat carrier. It's a company called UPets have developed a line of space, bo- space suit inspired bubble carriers for your felines, complete with a bubble window for views of the outside world. It's a satchel, really, but it's quite a big one, and it's made from the material so it looks a bit like a cat spacesuit. Your little tiddles can poke his head into a dome-shaped plastic bubble or curl up behind the American flag stamped on the side so tiddles can feel like an astronaut. Mixed reaction this week from the internet when it was launched, um, with some people praising the cat packs and others wondering if there's a cat that exists that might actually tolerate being held within it. It looks incredibly uncomfortable. If there's one thing your pet wants, it's to be considered worthy of space travel, a concept that, frankly, most of us humans haven't even got our head around yet. Coming next, dog satellites and rabbit moon rovers. Now you can do a break. Now we've got that important product out of the way. Now we can have actual other products. This is the Venny White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. You're listening to the Vinnie White Show, and we're joined by the Oracle of News. It's Amanda Capito. Oh, thank you. Hello. Hello there, my friends. How's it going? All right. Went around the old Christmas market today. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, it's At nice. At the distillery district? Yeah, went uh, had a bit of hot mulled wine, mm. and uh, it was all very romantic. 
Yeah, they actually have the word, like a big heart that you can pose in, can't you? Yeah, I find that a bit tacky. Also, I yeah. couldn't believe it. I was astonished to see a lineup of about 40 people waiting to get a photograph of themselves in a heart. <laughs> in a hat? A Santa hat? Heart. Oh, a heart. In the heart. Yeah. <laughs> now is, I understand. Is this what you want? Yeah. <laughs> you make me do this? Is this what... This is what has come to after all these years. A heart. <laughs> a heart, you know a why, hat, you a know heart. Why, you know why you don't understand it? Because you haven't bloody got one. That's why. Wow. Cold. You're pretty much calling me a Grinch. You're listening to News Talk Centre. <laughs> the awkwardest radio imaginable. <laughs> now, you're lovely, you are. It's a shame you weren't there. You would have enjoyed a hot wine. Next time. Um... All right, I want to talk to you about stuff and things because if there's one thing you know about, it's what's going on in the damn newsy poos. So, what's going on in the damn newsy poos? Okay, well, the hot topic, which I think you're getting privy to early, it's going to be tomorrow's talk topic of the day, mm. are HOT lanes. HOT. So, there's high occupancy vehicle. What's HOT? Very logical of you. High occupancy toll lanes. Oh. Hot lanes, if you will. Hat. <laughs> I'm always in a hot lane. Have you seen my face? Oh, goodness. It deserves to... It's, no. It's Simmer down. It deserves to Pun be. intended. Okay. So we're going to have a proposal for HOT lanes coming from the Minister of Transportation, Stephen Del Duca. So across Ontario, mm. there's going to be some sort of new infrastructure plan announced mm. tomorrow at 9.30 a.m., of course, News Talk 1010 will be there covering that, giving you all the live updates. But we're predicting that it's going to be something that he's actually spoken about before, which is taking the HOV lanes mm. and allow, expanding their use and mm. allowing them to be used for people who pay a certain toll so that they can get to work faster. I thought, as soon as I hear about this, I get a little bit... Uh, yep. Because I can see the backlash already saying, hang on a minute, as a taxpayer, I deserve to go a reasonable speed. Why should I have to pay to go to a, a speed that is... Presumably legal, yep. unless, unless you can do 200 kilometers an hour. No. In, in which case, <laughs> sign me up, buttercup. I want to be rocket propelled lanes. Oh, gosh. No, no, no. This is just, yeah, it's just almost like the situation we have for the Pan Am Games, mm. where lots of people were able to beeline it and skip the traffic. Yeah, and the reason for that is because they were there was a number of people, sometimes a dummy, in a car, right? Right. But that makes more sense to me because that's efficient and green and groovy. Whereas this. If you're richer, you get to go faster. I know. I don't like that. And also, we as taxpayers, we just want access to all roads. So it's it's almost like you're privatizing part of a road, which is also why I kind of feel weird about the 407, which is a you know a toll the random toll highway that we have. Yeah, the 407 is really weird. If you don't know of it, it's uh, every everywhere around Ontario that was pretty much imaginable is all tickety boo, and you go driving along, looking at you don't go that fast. There's limits, 100 kilometers an hour, but you know. There's yeah. polite people dancing in the streets, and the streets are paved with gold. And then you hit a 407, <laughs> which is like, for some reason, they've just suddenly gone, yeah, that one, we'll, we'll privatise that one, and a Spanish company can have that one, and you're going to pay to get on that one. Yeah, that's so weird. And it's not, it always puts a bit of a sour flavour in a lot of people's mouths, because, you know, as quite high-taxed people, particularly with gasoline prices, etc., one could put across an argument, hang on, I've got the right to go anywhere I want for free, haven't I? Unless, of course, you just do it consistently. Like So in France and Portugal, for example, yep. pretty much any highway is privatised. Yeah, and, and then you can lower all our taxes. Yeah, 
And then, and which kind of makes sense, particularly in a massive country, because a lot of people that put around town doing the occasional drop off the kids to hockey games would never use any of these lanes. So right. why should they pay for them, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. I, I do see the point, but I worry that with a lane as opposed to a highway, you're in your hot lane, or <laughs> as they should be actually called the Dalduca lane, <laughs> and, and you're rocketing along thinking, oh, I paid for this, capitalism's great. Then all of a sudden... That snarls up, possibly within a couple of years, everyone's going to catch on, buy the little sticker that means you can go express. Yeah. And then your hot lane that you've paid so much for is isn't seems a like hot a, lane. Isn't a, it's yeah, a cold lane. It's a bit of, exactly. <laughs> at best, a lukewarm lane. <laughs> well, because I wonder, is there a limit to how many people they're going to grant this access to in order for it to still be to still work yeah or do you just put up the prices so high that only some people right. can afford it then That's we, it. is that really how we want to live uh, you know i know i don't like it because why should the millionaire that got left a load of money do better to get to his business meeting than a, a young mum with perhaps three kids in the car yeah that's now being overlooked yeah that's never going to have the money of uh you know the the trump that's just rocketed by with his hair in the wind great point so, all in all, we're against it. And <laughs> if you're listening to this, local council and Ontario legislature, sort it out, sweet nuts. <laughs> Having said that, I haven't got a car at the moment, so do what you want. <laughs> Don't know why I'm bothered You know what, just fighting other people's battles. Vinny White, right here, up for hire. I've got a tremendous sense of... Justice within me. And I don't like seeing people trodden down. But in retrospect, I can't be asked. <laughs> it's Christmas. Just have another wine. But at least I can drink. Yeah. You know? A mulled wine, that is. Do you think they'll have them next? Do you think they'll have drink drink drive lanes? Oh no, they can't. <laughs> Drawing the line. Well, you know. Because that's can... why they wouldn't have a two hundred kilometers per hour. They're gonna have accidents. No, you could have a brilliant one. You could have like a completely and utterly padded one. So you've got each side of it is just a range of mattresses have <laughs> been donated is this the worst idea yes yeah yeah, yeah. it is yeah. shall we cut yeah, it off yeah. now? <laughs> uh, i've got something for you yep budweiser okay which uh i am familiar with their beer yeah it's not the best is it no it's one of the most popular but weirdly budweiser in this case is a man right mm. a man called budweiser got that's himself, his first name his name is bud Oh, and his last name's Wiser? I presume his first name's Buddy. Oh. But he goes by Bud. And oh, his, his last name is Wiser. Parents that do this. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. He's 19. So that's a good point. His parents knew what they were doing. Yeah, they did. Yeah, sure. 19 years ago, Budweiser was <laughs> around. Thing, yeah. There's no mistake here. Okay, so 19-year-old Bud Wiser <laughs> got himself in trouble this week at Budweiser, right? <laughs> He was. <laughs> oh my god! I don't this know is if, getting good. I don't know if it's because his name is the moniker. He thought oh, I've got entitlement, but he went to his namesake's brewery, which is in St. Louis. Is it St. Louis? Isn't it? Yeah. It's weird that because if your name's, I get I'm confused with this, with and I don't like thinking about it too much. No, it does. It's the one with the big arch in the sky, and it's St. Louis. Yes. Even <laughs> though, well, look, the Americans have never been well <laughs> read. Uh, anyway, police told uh, the media in St. Louis. There, where Budweiser was caught in Budweiser. Sounds like he was doing things with himself. Oh. Uh, Weiser's been in trouble in the past. Apparently, last year, he broke into a gas station. Now, I at least this one, you can sort of understand it. Yeah. Like if, I don't know, my friend Keith, if he broke into the Keith's Brewery in Halifax... <laughs> It would be weird, but it would it would make more sense. There's no excuse. Like at least you can go, "Hey, I'm Budweiser." Yeah, gosh, I'm in <laughs> I here. I belong here. But yeah. when you're breaking into a gas station, no, 
Uh, unless you're just stealing Budweiser. <laughs> but that's not how the world works. Otherwise, I'm entitled to everything that's white. <laughs> and you're entitled to all known capedos. <laughs> oh. Anyway, apparently he's been arrested. And um, there must be a joke in this, is there? Well. He's, he's uh, let me workshop it. Text your jokes in to 71010. Something about hops. He's going to hop his... Oh. Yeah, he's he's been locked up, but he might hop out. Yeah, no, uh, we're close. Uh, text your joke into seven ten ten, because it must be better than what we've just done. <laughs> and uh, if you want the hotline, then you're bonkers. That's really great. A nice little package on our segment. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, it was quite Agar esque as well. It's like no room for your thoughts, yeah. just mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're obviously mad if you don't agree with me. Moving yeah. on. <laughs> well, we're fairly reasonable people, and we've just put it to bed in a reasonable way. It's yeah. not our fault we're geniuses. Not our fault. Amanda Capito, the resident news junkie, the genius, the wondrous person that comes in every week for our reasonably regular feature, Newsy Poos. Thanks. Thank you. You're tuned in to The Vinnie White Show on In-Depth Radio, News Talk 1010. Twitter, Vinnie White. Facebook, Vinnie White. Website, vinniewhite.co.uk. I am Vinnie White. It's a bit intense, wasn't it? Um, how are you? Are you all right? It's going to be good tomorrow. I'll listen to News Talk tomorrow. I think it's going to be really good because that whole HOT lane thing that I was just talking about with Amanda, you wouldn't believe the amount of texts that we just got in. And you know what? Unsurprisingly, people aren't for this. So I think it's going to be really interesting tomorrow, listening to News Talk 1010. And I think it's your duty. Hmm. Okay. Um, naked artist in a box. Naked artist in a box. Naked artist in a glass box. Yes, uh, there's a 23-year-old artist. His name is Alma Alasson. Is it? Something like that. Doesn't matter. He's naked. Let's concentrate on that. Oh, yeah. He's in a glass box. Weird. Um, he's 23, right? He's in Iceland. And he decided that he would live stream an entire week of himself confined naked in a glass box. Still happening. So if you're listening to this live and not on the podcast, type in naked artist Iceland. And you'll probably, the first link should be a live YouTube broadcast. And you too can indulge at looking at a quite Viking-esque looking man. Reasonably attractive, I would guess. Um, blonde hair, naked in a box. Naked in a box. The glass box, I'd say, is certainly not tall enough for him to stand in, but it is wide enough for him to lie down in. And he's been in there for nearly a week already. The whole mission's a week, so it's nearly over. So tune in now for a naked man in a glass box. While you can. Free. Now, I was reading this on the Huffington Post, and the Huffington Post proclaimed that this weekend he was, quote, caught masturbating. Now, I thought about that because the headline was Swedish man in box, naked, caught masturbating. I Googled it. That's the first thing that came up. <laughs> Does it? <laughs> oh. Well, now my, my problem with the language here is that he wasn't really caught. Was he? No, he displayed it for everyone. He wasn't really caught in a glass box masturbating. If you smoke drugs in a glass box live, streaming it on the internet, people know you're smoking drugs. You're not caught smoking drugs. And I think the same is true of masturbation. I don't know if I've missed something in the English language. If you confess to uh, murder, then 
You didn't get caught. Yeah. He's what he's doing. He's putting <laughs> he it knows. out there. He hasn't forgotten that he's in a glass box. Trust me on this. I was looking at him earlier. I wonder how many people are doing it the other way around, but let's not get into that. Now, YouTube stopped the stream when the artist pleasured himself, raising the possibility that he had violated the company's terms of use. I don't know what they are. I don't know, but it's probably in there. Now, his wife... Let's show, Before we carry on with the fact that his wife is about to say something, let's focus on the fact that this guy's 23. I mean, it was already weird. He's naked in a glass box. But married at 23? That's young. That is, isn't it? It's my age. When are you? When would you... I mean, no one knows life's plan, but just out of interest, when would you say you will probably be married? At least a decade. I'd have to be another person. Like, an... I'll have to go through so much change yeah. from my age right now to be in a place where I would think about getting married. That is the right answer. Both of us are inevitably going to be fired one of these days. Exactly. The way this show's going. And, you know, you can't make a very solid plan for a future in broadcasting. No. Shouldn't tempt fate, actually. Just uh, coming in. Best radio show ever. Just, just to balance things out. Anyway, um... So he's caught doing his business. Now, as I say, he's got a wife, right? She said the live stream was briefly stopped because of a technological issue. She said, I think it was only down for a couple of minutes. Well, she actually said, I think it was only down for a couple of minutes, which, as you know, is my go-to Icelandic accent. Very popular. I think it was it's actually my go-to accent for everything other than English. And as you know, my winning Canadian. Awesome. I think it was only down for a couple of minutes. It was not because of the content, just bad internet connection, you know. But a very funny coincidence because he was pleasuring himself, she said. Although she definitely didn't say it in that voice. Uh, the Monica reports... The Monica is an Icelandic newspaper, by the way. <laughs> Why, didn't you know? Uh, reports that the school has received death, death threats. Now, the school, by the way, is, is this, the Academy of Arts, which this guy, the 23-year-old dude in the glass box, has decided to have the glass box is inside the school. It's a bit nippy over in Iceland. You wouldn't want it outside at the moment. So inside the school is a man in a glass box, okay? Naked man. And so apparently these people have had death threats against Atlason, that's his name, and a group of people attempted to break into the school to confront him over the project. The site also reports that he has vomited inside the box, prompting online followers to wonder about his health. Why a death threat? That's weird to me. If a guy chooses to get in a glass box and sleep in it, as well as use it as a toilet, he shouldn't get death threats. He should get an iPod and some books. Some books on living a stable life as an artist. If there is one, if there is a book called How to Overcome the Urge to Living in a Glass Box, he should, he should get that, not a death threat. It's not a bestseller. Dozens, dozens of people are documenting his every move on Twitter. There's not many of them. Um, tweeting with the hashtag. Oh, this is tricky. It's like that volcano all over again. Nakinikasa. Nakinikasa, which apparently is Icelandic for naked in a box. It's actually similar to the only Icelandic I know, which is sexlassaskan in laxask. What does that mean? Oh, I just realised it's Swedish. Sorry. Oh, boy. I just realised, as soon as I said it, <laughs> sex laxaskin in laxask is seven salmons in a salmon box. In Swedish? In Swedish, yeah. 
I don't know what it is in Iceland. Seven salmons in a salmon box. It's a bit niche, but if you're Icelandic and you know how to say seven salmon in a salmon box, text in on 71010, niche. <laughs> you never know, mate. Because it might be the same. They're reasonably similar. Those Vikings got about, mate. Yeah. Amazing people. They even touched our shores. In fact, they even touched these shores. Apparently. There's a new, if you go to Newfoundland, there's a Viking museum. Yeah, we learned that in grade 10 history. I don't suppose they paid you to go out there and look at it, did they? No. That'd be nice. Dozens of people have been documenting his every, documenting his every move on Twitter with the hashtag Nakinaksa, which is Icelandic for naked in a box. Um, art student Elmer, whose uh, installation piece of residing naked in a transparent box at the Iceland Academy of Arts for a week, raised more than a few eyebrows yesterday with the ubiquitous outcry, is it art? What is art? I don't know. I'm still stuck on Hadaway's question. What is love? <laughs> uh, it's Elmer's digestive tract, however, that's creating most of the stir, as he obviously has to go to the toilet, uh, which he's been doing in a range of plastic bags provided by passers-by. This got dark. I was all right with it till then. He didn't bring his own bags. <laughs> that is a lack of foresight. <laughs> what, what if there's low foot traffic for two days? I think, and I'm really between the lines here, I think he didn't bring anything at all because there's a flap on the outside of the box. Oh. So I think the people at the Academy of Arts and, and passers-by have been donating things. So he's surviving by their goodwill, I suppose. Well, did you notice when you saw him online that there's quite a lot of stuff around by his feet? There's not enough stuff in the box to cover up his tackle, by the way. As soon as I saw the caught masturbating thing, I it's a work computer, so I didn't want to go any further. Oh, no, we've both been watching. I was actually watching it earlier on a work computer. Well, you was if did you sign in under your name? You're probably going to get in trouble. I, I, I actually did. Oh, oh boy! Backpedaling here. So, um, Pat, earlier on, I was looking up a well-known supermarket in England called Iceland, and I was wondering about buying some of their fridges, which are glass, um, because they're very good fridges and freezers in Iceland, UK. So, I decided to type in glass box Iceland, as anyone would. And that happened. So if you're listening, management, I was just researching. Oh, not working, is it? I can't tell you how many thousands of people have listened to this and gone to look at him. Uh, Elmer has been reading, painting, drinking tea, receiving visitors and sleeping. All part of his boxed up current life. We wish him well. I hope he was listening to News Talk 1010 and its infinite wisdom and journalistic accuracy over the last hour. My name has and still is been Vinnie White and I'll be back here next week. Always a pleasure, never a chore. Thanks, Pat.